0: Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less, where we review horror movies in less than 30 minutes, just like back in the days where you ordered a cold-ass pizza from Domino's and expected it to be at your door in 30 minutes. At 30 Screams or Less, we review old-school horror movies, new horror movies, and we give our opinions, but we cut out all the bullshit. We try to get it done in 30 minutes less. We don't have these podcasts drawn on forever, unless maybe we have a guest appearing, where maybe we'll be a little bit longer. I want to give you a little background of who we are individually. My name's Steve. I'm a musician, streamer on Twitch. I do all sorts of videos on Instagram and TikTok. Even though I'm in my 40s, I don't give a shit. And I'd like to introduce you to my friend, my colleague, my co-host, Corey Dimmick. Yeah, so I'm Corey. I'm a 37-year-old dude living in New
1: Hampshire. I work full-time. I watch horror movies when I'm not working, so that's legit my life. I have a wife and a couple of dogs and a cat. And so Steve and I decided to do this because we both share a love of horror movies and yeah, that's it. That's me. Oh yeah. I play a lot of video games. I like to fish and do all that shit. Yeah. He likes to play a lot of Fortnite. Fortnite rules, man. Don't fucking don't hate.
0: <laughs> no, I do enjoy Fortnite, but I tend to play more horror and gore based games. That's what I do on Twitch, but I like playing Fortnite. It's fun. It's a guilty pleasure. We might go off and banter about this kind of bullshit in this podcast here, but ultimately we like to keep it pretty horror based, but we'll go on our little tangents here and there. We have a script,
1: but uh, yeah, we're probably not going to follow it like 90% of the time. So I don't know why we do it.
0: Oh, I like riffing. Just fucking going off and talking about whatever and trying to keep the podcast as short as possible without wasting other people's time. It's already been four
1: fucking minutes.
0: I know I'm working on it. Well, the four minutes is my lunacy of me trying to figure out how the hell to do anything. So three minutes of that is probably me just being a friggin' idiot. That's all. That's the old age. It's the old age. You turn 40, fucking back hurts just from getting up from the ground, which is what happens. Stupid Ikea. I was putting something together from Ikea yesterday and my back is killing me for some dumb reason. Welcome to friggin' old age.
1: Dude, my back hurts when I get out of bed, so I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah, I woke up this morning. I'm like, I can't fucking breathe because my back is killing me. What the hell? (laughs) I'm dead. I've died this morning. So whoever's talking right now, straight ghost. You're talking to a deceased person at the moment. You're not even talking to a deceased person. I'm the one that's talking. That's right. Okay. So today we're going to be talking about Christmas, Bloody Christmas. We wanted to keep it kind of consistent with the holidays. It's mid-December. A lot of Christmas movies are coming out. We got Christmas, Bloody Christmas. We got that one Santa, one Violent Night as well. And then there's all these other ones. Oh, wait, what's the other one? A Grinch one? Um, There's a Grinch
1: one coming out, I believe next week it comes out in theaters.
0: Okay. So we got our whole slew of holiday movies coming out this winter. And a lot of them are just like absurd. And Christmas Bloody Christmas is no exception. It is completely absurd. With that in mind, 30 Screams or Less we do a 30-minute review of the movie, and that starts right now. So the movie is written and directed by Joe Begos. Am I right? Am I saying that right, Begos? That sounds right. We'll go with it. I'm going to go with it. It's not Bezos. It's Begos. We'll Hopefully go. Hopefully he doesn't sue us. Um, I'm not worried about it. What is he going to get from me? A freaking, I don't know, piece of clothing maybe?
1: All the podcast royalties that we're not making.
0: Yeah, that's right. Don't want that. Here's a quarter. Go downtown and have a rat and all that thing off your face. All right. So it's starring Riley Dandy, Sam Dilich, and Jonah Ray. It can be seen in select theaters and on Shutter for a measly $4.75 a month. Not a plug. We're not affiliates. None of that stuff yet. Shit, you can get bougie coffees that cost more than that a month. I know from experience, I like to buy stupid coffees when I'm going to Starbucks or whatever. Essentially, they're cheap. Though, so if you want to watch it on Shutter, I highly recommend Shutter anyways. All right, now we're going to talk a little bit about the movie here. Corey, I would love to hear what your thoughts were on this movie, like the pros and cons. Why don't you start off and I will chime in after you.
1: So when we were at lunch yesterday and you mentioned that you watched this movie and you thought it was garbage, I wanted to make this our first episode pretty much immediately. because I fucking loved it. It's basically The Terminator as Santa Claus. I mean, Santa Claus is pissed for whatever reason, and he's just going around murdering everyone with a fire axe. It's fantastic. I love campy horror movies, and I know one of Steve's biggest gripes, I'm letting this out of the bag early, was there was a lot of... Fucks and i thought it was awesome
0: like too many fucks to be given in this movie i swear that was one of my main gripes is that every other word was fuck and i'm like okay let's dial it back not because i don't like the word i mean it's a very versatile word but it seemed like a freaking child wrote it and they're like oh i get to say the word fuck and they just put that on paper and that was the movie so you gotta understand that like
1: this Joe Bagos guy is known for that. Have you seen any of his other movies? I actually haven't. So there's one other movie he has called VFW, which is essentially just a bunch of old dudes in
0: a VFW just fucking killing people. I was going to joke about that. And now it's fucking reality. Go ahead.
1: I, there's a third movie he does too, and I can't remember what it's called right now, but that's his
0: style. It's that campy, just bullshit, none of this stuff makes sense kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love campy movies. I love like when it's absolutely completely low budget. You And you know it's low budget. You just go into it and you're like, yeah, this is fun. It's absurd. It's not like this movie that has a fucking ton of money put into it. And you're just like, yeah, this looks like some real independent shit. I love that. I love those kind of movies. I think they're great. But sometimes when it comes to dialogue, I'm a dialogue guy. Either too much or too little. I get weird about it. For instance... Inglorious Bastards. Too much dialogue. I damn near fell asleep every single time I watched it. Finally finished it though. It feels like it's a six-hour movie because of that. Exactly because there's so much talking, and it yes, it feels like a six-hour movie. I don't have time to watch six hours of movies. It's like watching the freaking Lord of the Rings in a movie. I don't know. It just feels that long. At least I didn't hate the movie, but I just was like, ugh. Some of this is rough. Did you flat out call it garbage? yeah because it is basically garbage let me explain why though not just because of the f words The kills and everything were fine. What I also didn't like was the gratuitous eat-out scene between uh, Riley Dandy and uh, Sam Delich. It was like watching Cinemax. You know, remember Cinemax? You ever watch it when they have the adult films come on and it's a softcore porn.
1: He hit the buffet for like 15 minutes and wasn't there some really odd like synth electro music playing with some weird camera angles? They made it really
0: odd, that scene. That's exactly what was happening. It was absolute porn music or cheesy porn music that you would expect to hear. And that went on like buffet style for what seemed to be 15 minutes. And I'm like, okay, this girl's still got her bottom on as well. It's like, If you're going to be down there for that long, why don't you get like a little easy access? Why don't you just go the full way, just dive in? It even happened. She was wearing her underwear the whole time. Yeah, I don't know. You'd think that'd be kind of a pain in the ass after a while. Like after 15 minutes of straight doing and watching Santa climb up the stairs slow as anything, it was just this really long drawn on scene. Like you could have just did that for a minute or two, panned away, see Santa annihilating people, crushing skulls into the stairs, and then he friggin goes kills his next victim i feel like that scene was just like too long it was way too long so it did it did feel like i was watching skinamax so when they were in that whole
1: scene tori riley's character did i misunderstand that she lives in like the bottom or
0: upstairs and her sister lives in the same building as her holy shit actually I was just thinking the same thing as I was watching it. I was trying to figure out what the hell house they were in because there were so many different types of people in a house. They kept panning the camera away to whatever Santa Claus was
1: doing and they made you think he was coming up the stairs to where they were having a an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he ended up being somewhere else. It's a nice little twist because same thing. I was thinking that he was finally making his way upstairs to the, like, you know, the golden corral of eating out. And he like, it wasn't that. He just showed up and he stabbed the girl in the eye with the butt of uh, an axe. It was gory. It was violent. And then the kid was all super psyched to see Santa. Not the best Santa to be psyched for, but. Yeah, love
1: that. And then she witnesses him getting, oh yeah, I, I rewound that part a couple of times. I'm not going to lie. When that little kid got the axe to the face. You maniac. <laughs> because you don't see that often where they'll kill a kid in a movie. That just doesn't happen anymore. And like a, this movie came out Friday.
0: So for that shit to happen in 2022, too is just kind of unheard of. Oh, absolutely. Kind of reminds me of the time I went and saw It at the theaters, and I see it about to happen. Georgie's going down the road, he's chasing his boat, it goes into the drain, and there's Pennywise. When he gets his arm bit off. Yeah, damn right.
1: Yeah, just as gruesome as it sounds, it's just like one of those things, like when you see it, it's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's not something that you see often. So to see that in a movie, you're just so shocked by it. It's wild. It's really crazy to see. I thought it was hilarious just for the sheer lunacy behind it. It's like not something that you should be seeing ever. So I thought that was great, the shock and awe behind it. And then naturally, Santa saw that he was found out by the other people in the house. So obviously, they start to run and hilarity ensues. I thought it was freaking... I thought it was like... There was a lot of funny stuff to it. But it was very... uh, Yeah, it was very campy. Loved it, though. Go ahead. There was. I mean, when they were
1: when sam and what's-her-face this character just walking through the street in the middle of the night getting hammered and then they go to the bar get even more hammered yep and then they just meet a fucking demonic santa claus who is a robot mind you and they never really explain that either like how he became that and why he was alive
0: yeah i don't think they really went into it i think at the beginning they talked about there being like a recall on uh like uh some sort of like smart robots or whatever and I think that's literally it. There was like no actual backstory as to why the robot was like killing people. You I would think if like you're a robot and you came to life, that's kind of the last thing you'd be doing is like cool all humans. You may be probably trying to figure out how your software works in reality. It kind of reminded me of like Chucky. Yeah. But the thing about Chucky, though, is like it had the, uh, the soul of uh, uh, Charles, uh, Charles Ray, Charles Lee Ray. Charles Lee Ray. That's right. I thought it was Charles Lee Ray. I was second guessing myself there for a second, but it had the soul of Charles Lee Ray, whereas this was just a straight up robot.
1: Yeah, it was like a malfunctioning robot that just came to life one night in a toy store. Oh, that he was, was like,
0: awesome too. His first two kills. Oh yeah, where the dude was just like going to town eating that girl's ass. Yep. There yeah, was this- a lot of buffets in this friggin' thing. There was so much eating. It's the only food I saw in that whole movie. There was nothing else ass or vagina that's all it was it was uh it was very odd like literally like you see the scene the guy pulls down the pants and he starts going to town i'm like oh my god this was this really escalated fast
1: it was definitely odd but that first kill was awesome i loved it oh absolutely absolutely The
0: fire axe yeah you got the fire axe it was like a first person deal and I think you mentioned how it kind of messed with you a little bit. Oh my God. That that was
1: probably like one of my few cons about this whole movie was when he got the axe for the first time, the camera went into basically third person mode and the cameraman had a fucking seizure or something while he was filming. It was just shaky for like, it was like a 10 minute scene of just nonstop camera shaking.
0: Oh yeah. I noticed that too. There was a lot of camera shaking. It was just like. Like, I don't know what kind of camera they were using, whether it was like a Canon Rebel or some bullshit, but there was a lot of shaking. You would think you would use some sort of tripod or something that keeps things a little bit more stable, but it was very like almost gorilla style look for a movie. I don't know. Very shaky.
1: I don't know if that's how it was supposed to be. Like, are we supposed
0: to be viewing this whole thing through the eyes of Santa Claus? Or I I don't know. That's a possibility. I noticed that too. The Like, it was really shaky. Some people that makes them like just ill. I was kind of fine with it, but I was noticing there was a lot going on. It just couldn't stay still. It was almost like you were on a boat and you're just rocking back and forth. And you're like, fuck, I need to stare at the shoreline because you're just constantly getting sick. And I could see that because that did happen a bit. I was starting to get a little like messed up. Noticing the wavering and the shaking. It just, it wasn't still. It kind of
1: sucked too because it, I don't know, it kind of killed the vibe. Because like I said, I mean, he's getting his axe, he's going for his first kill. And you can't even see what's going on for the most part until like the last second when he finally gets the girl. And I don't even remember if they showed the
0: guy getting killed. Yeah, I don't, I think I remember like an axe going down and were they covered with something? Like some sort of tarp or blanket or whatever? Because like, I think I saw like the axe go down, there was blood, but like the guy, yeah, I don't think he actually, like you really saw what happened you saw what happened to the girl that's a given but the guy i don't know i didn't see it happen by the way i like how we said
1: at the beginning we were gonna try and avoid spoilers and this whole fucking thing has been spoilers
0: you know i think at this point it's probably best that we just give our little spiel at the beginning saying hey this may contain spoilers this is straight up containing spoilers so you know what whatever whatever like hey it's our podcast until you all pay us it's our podcast.
1: Yeah. You guys don't have a fucking say on what we do. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Deal with it. No. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I, what was your, you didn't really say what your cons were about the movie other than the F word. And you can't say just an F word is why you didn't like it.
0: No, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, obviously the F words, It's it just felt like I was watching a worse version of white men can't jump. And there was just so many F words. I'm like, okay, all right, let's dial it back. Um, the yeah the eat out scene for god knows how long i even i was like okay this is a bit much and i'm someone who's like you know fine with watching that stuff i'm just like all this right, change go to a different position or something but no nothing happened it just kept on doing that for what feels like forever why why did
1: so the guy ends finishes the girl off and then she runs and goes and looks out the window and he just rolls over and starts whacking off and that's Wait, the end he of that. was. In- You didn't see that he rolled over? No, he asked the girl, he asked the girl to peg him and then he started whacking off.
0: That's right. That's oh my god, I completely forgot about that. That's wow, yeah, that's uh, that's that's a bit much. You, yeah, you'd think um, you know, it'd be a kind of a give and take deal, but I guess that's not her thing. I guess pegging is her thing.
1: So he's on the bed, you know, rubbing one out and she's in the window watching a little kid get an axe to the head,
0: yeah, uh, a little interesting. You know she's like, uh, I'm good, and just kind of walks away she's, guy's like she says, me. wow she's damn. like,
1: "I'm gonna go get some more whiskey. I mean she's not wrong. It's a they good drank, idea. They drank a lot of whiskey in that movie. they did. I feel like they said like whiskey so much,
0: yeah, they uh yeah, there was a lot of whiskey involved. I mean, I'm fine with the love whiskey, but um, a lot of drinking, that's how it sets off the movie. That's how it gets to that gratuitous sex scene, and then, you know, in her drunken stupor, walks downstairs, sees the uh the murder. And then, you know, she it's Santa, Santa's looking through the window and it's like, uh oh, that's how it, you know, that's how all craziness starts. I will say that there's a random pro in this movie. She was wearing a death t-shirt. Did you see that? Yeah. I
1: noticed it when she was wearing a jean jacket when they were in the bar. Mm -hmm. I had never seen that particular shirt before. It was like the death logo with the scythe, but it was like yellow text. I've never seen it before.
0: Yeah. That's news to me. I haven't seen that before either. I wonder if like, you know, the record label for death was like, hey. We need to promote them even though they're no longer an active band let's uh here's some death shirts or do you think he's actually like jewel Begos is like a, a death metal fan
1: it could be because she also had a cephalic carnage patch on her jacket on the
0: arm wait she did Hmm. i hadn't even noticed that good good find Jeez. yeah it was pretty much one of the first things i noticed oh god that, rem- that reminds me of a time when i bumped into the lead singer of chimera obviously good old mark good old mark, good old mark. yep uh, I bumped into him randomly. I didn't recognize who he was, and at that time, I didn't know who Cephalic Carnage was either. And I'm watching them, and this is at Metal and Hardcore Festival. And I think I just—I think I called the band Capital Carnage. I wasn't fucking 100 percent sure. I was like, I don't know, something Carnage, Capital Carnage. And he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, who's playing?" I'm like, "I don't know, uh, Capital Carnage, something like that." You lied
1: to Mark Hunter. You're yeah, damn right, I did. I bet I'm he Carnage. never forgot that.
0: He probably never did. He probably calls the Carnage Capital Carnage to this fucking day. Yeah, because of some fucking old
1: guy at New England Metal and Hardcore Festival.
0: Yeah, yeah, that that's me. I miss there. Me. me too. I if they came back and they did it under their, uh, you know, Christmas deals, I'd be there.
1: They but, do that. I do they do that still? I know I was in like Ohio or whatever, wherever they were from. But I I don't even is not Mark like the only person left
0: in the band? Yeah, pretty much. I don't even know it's a thing anymore. But. I digress. We're getting a little off topic because we can talk and do a whole another podcast on freaking talking about Chimera. That's a different ball game. But oh yeah, let's go back to the, like the pros and cons. Obviously, we discussed the cons, the pros, um, for being a low budget movie. I enjoyed the deaths, like the kills uh, themselves, like seeing the guy's head getting split open or like getting crushed on the stairs, kind of uh, American History X style, you know, and things like that. It was, um. They weren't bad looking. There was one, though, where it was like, okay, that looks pretty fake. It was the axe to Sam Dielich's head. It clearly looked like it was just rubber kind of folding and then falling apart. It was pretty violent, but I I did get a good laugh out of it. You know what? I was like, what am I going to get at on this? I thought like the kills were good. The dialogue didn't like the dialogue. Uh, You know, towards the end, this is another like it's not a con but it was like holy shit this isn't I felt like it was never going to end. It seemed like she killed the Santa 18 times.
1: Yeah, I was I was looking forward to talking about that cuz like you said he he died so many fucking times and then like That one time he went full-blown Terminator, like half of his flesh was still in his body and underneath was all the machine parts of him and he had the red beams coming out of his eyes. I thought that was really cool.
0: I thought that was cool too. I did like how it got to a point where the thing was basically in pieces and still afterward. I mean, that's what the Terminator did. Terminator was still in pieces and like going after Sarah Connor. So it's pretty much the same deal. Obviously, well, it's like Santa Terminator, but he's a killer, Ultimately, it's a low-budget Terminator, but with Santa instead.
1: It feels like that's where like, the inspiration came from for Mr. Bagos. He wanted to make a horror Terminator, essentially, but a holiday-themed one.
0: <laughs> I thought... I thought like the same deal. Also, there's this other thing. When it comes to movies and decapitation or like people getting their fingers cut off always fucking gets to me. Cause I'm like, wow, that person's gonna be quite disfigured for the rest of their lives. Why did she
1: randomly get her fucking hand cut off at the end?
0: I don't know. Why did that happen? It's just it was so random. Like she had her hand up and she knew he was coming. So it's like she put her hand up and he just freaking lobbed off four of her fingers.
1: It was kind of funny because her reaction was insanely dramatic
0: <laughs> yeah she was just like ah and yeah it was pretty over the top i thought the
1: finale was cool like that yeah. whole third act there was
0: very well done i like the third act better than like the first half i think i think that kind of uh you know brought the movie a little bit back for me like uh just the insanity behind you know trying to kill the robot she had a fucking katana and she's just diving it into the freaking robot You know, Robot Santa, Terminator Santa. Yeah. He died so many times. Like, she crushed him. Wait, what did she crush him with? Like Didn't she blow up a car or something and he was there?
1: She ran over him a couple of times, I think.
0: Yeah. I think he like got a car flipped over on him and he just somehow got out of it
1: anyways. Was it you saying that you think they spent half their money blowing up ambulances? Oh, absolutely. I bet you that was 90% of their budget. One thing I noticed in that movie, too, was Santa all of a sudden was an axe thrower. He threw his axe several times at people.
0: Yeah. All of a sudden, he has that skill of just being able to throw an axe with pinpoint precision. I mean, if you're a robot, I would think you have the AI to be able to throw a pinpoint precision axe.
1: I love how the character itself was supposed to be a robot, but they did a bad job making it look like a robot when it was in the toy store. Like you could tell it was
0: a human. Yeah, it 100% looked like a human. I thought it was just a regular person just standing there, like, waving Christmas, meaning, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I didn't hear any hoes in that whole time either. Well, actually, no, wait. I did when, like, the um, the ambulance and stuff blew up. I think I heard, ho, and then he blew up underneath the vehicles. Am I wrong? Am I just hearing shit? Um, It's possible. I'll have to go back and watch it. Yeah, I'll have to go back and watch it and make sure I at least hear one ho in there. Because I feel like if you're going to be a Santa... Even a robot Santa, there should be at least a few hoes in there.
1: I hope if there's ever, like, a sequel, he kills more kids. My God. I wouldn't
0: be surprised. I wouldn't put it past uh, Joe Bagos.
1: I mean, it's not like they couldn't make a sequel because it's a robot.
0: Yeah, there's probably a whole bunch of other, like, robot Santas. I mean, that can't be the only robot Santa. There's got to be a few spread out across the U.S. They could probably drag this thing on for 10 movies. At least they had several... Like we were talking
1: about before, the whole premise is all these Santa robots getting recalled because they're all acting
0: out. Oh, wait, that's that's what they said at the beginning. Right. Yeah. They said, yeah. OK, they were all getting recalled. And uh, yeah. And probably that's the only one that didn't get recalled. I don't know. I'd uh, like yeah. to see more. I hope there's more. I, I think that'd be funny. You know, I would watch them. I think I like shitting on it because of how many like the, the stupid things, like I said, the, you know, the dialogue and all that stuff or whatever. But ultimately I watched it through anyway. You you like shitting on it because I like it. Yeah, of course I do. I like getting <laughs> I like getting you going because you're you like fuck Steve, why? You almost like, had me
1: flipping the fucking table at lunch yesterday.
0: <laughs> I always like to just get shit going. What like the the stuff I was talking about yesterday, oh god. Wait, was that yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. Like the whole all right, no, we don't need to go too detailed about that because we only have a few minutes left to even talk about this movie. It goes by quick. You see that? It's just 30 minutes or less. We have three minutes left to even talk about this. Okay. All right. We'll wrap so, it up then. No, no. We can still talk for three more minutes, and then we'll do our wrap up. Because okay. I set it up for 30 minutes, whatever. Um, Ultimately, um, thumbs sideways
1: for me. I mean, I gave it three stars on my rating scale. Three stars, three out of five? Three out of five.
0: All right. Let's see. Rating scale for me. Um, I'll do three out of five because it's a fun movie like overall, but there's just like some gripes that I have a hard time getting past.
1: Apparently, Joe Bagos has a cameo in the movie or Wait, he's man. in the movie. I'm looking at his uh, the IMDb right now. He played a
0: character named Benny Barnes. Benny Barnes. I don't remember who that was in the movie. I don't know who that is. Maybe a bartender. Nope, that's not the Benny Barnes I need. Uh, I was just googling that and I didn't find the right person. So <laughs> it was like a football player or something. No, I didn't end up on Pornhub. It was like a football player or something. But you gotta be careful what you freaking search for in Google. That's for damn sure.
1: I don't know who this guy is. He kind of looks like Brody King, honestly. Oh uh, yeah, the wrestler. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of who he was in the movie.
0: Um, fuck. what does he look like? I don't know what he looks like. Do you know everyone? What pro- everyone's like? probably like, "Fuck, we gotta look this up now because what does Joe Bagos look like?" Let's see. Vagos, let me get a quick uh, picture of him. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't look familiar. Maybe he was like the dude going down on the uh, the girl's ass. You Maybe know he was what? The first guy that got killed. What? Maybe. Yeah, just a quick scene at the beginning, get himself killed off, and that's it. He doesn't need to be like a a big deal in it because I don't think he was in any of the cops. That the guy, the sheriff looked familiar too. The guy that played the sheriff, he did look familiar. I.
1: Don't know what he's from though. Yeah, Jeff Daniel Phillips is his name. Oh, so he yeah. was
0: um, he's in the Munsters. He's Herman. No shit. Wow. Okay, I had no idea. That's a nice little uh oh, nice little reference there. So um, that's a whole I, different ball game though. The uh, the Munsters. Uh, he's in I, all of the uh, all of the zombie movies. Actually, that's why I recognized Ro- him. Okay. Every Rob zombie movie. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Well,
1: Literally every single
0: one of them. Well, he's got his little cronies. He has, like, his whole core crew that he freaking gets in every movie. They're all the same people. At least his talentless wife wasn't in this then. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, he just he loves to put her as, like, the main person in movies.
1: Yeah. Whatever. I'll I'll never talk about a Rob Zombie movie on this podcast. You'll need to find
0: a new co-host if you want to talk about that. Oh, no. Well, that's when you would shit on him like crazy. And that's the whole idea. We give our opinions on it. And your opinion would just, like shit on shit you know you'd just be shit on top of shit it would just be cons yeah just cons all the way through i have some pros with some zombie movies but yes you have a lot of cons you do not like them but um halloween one was okay but everything else was garbage
1: yes house of a thousand corpses is shit that's the last thing i'm going to say for this episode
0: (laughs) Uh, all right and with that in mind we are at time there's the 30 minutes all right so everyone You can listen to us on all major platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, and more. Also, be sure to visit us at 30ScreamsOrLess.com. If you have any suggestions, be sure to leave us a comment on our Facebook with what you'd like us to review. And with that in mind, I'm Steve. And I'm Corey. And thank you for listening to 30 Screams or Less. And we'll see you next time. See you soon, all.